Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Drag Race UK, Drag Race UK season four. In unison, they see yes, it. Yes, in unison. So let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling the GNT podcast. Thank everyone. Welcome back to another live review podcast session where we watch it straight away, basically, yes. one time through, Fresh. immediately. Fresh like hotcakes. Just like when you sit down, kind of like Gogglebox. Oh, that's But it. a podcast. There yeah, it is. Yeah. Is that how I should say it? Like Gogglebox. Yeah, more like... But the thing is, I never <laughs> knew about Gogglebox fuck. when I came in. <laughs> Fagglebox. <laughs> Tom. I can say that. Tom. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but the thing is, Gogglebox is probably, I think it's in the UK known. I think international, our international listeners won't know. Like, I did, we didn't have Gogglebox in New Zealand. Oh, it's probably been franchised by now. I'd imagine a lot of people are aware of it. Gogglebox? Yeah, probably. Like, you know, watching people watch TV. Yeah, but it's so cheap to make that, like, people, you know, broadcasters around the world all snap that up. Sure. Let's start our podcast off. RuPaul's Drag Race uh, th- podcast, everyone, if you're new to this, welcome. Um, Tom's a psychiatrist. I'm a performer. And um, we we dissect and we analyze and mm-hmm, enjoy mm-hmm, each mm-hmm. episode of RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. through those lenses, but also as super fans. We do love this show. Yeah. We've been watching for a long time now. Yeah. And and um, yeah, we just we're obsessed. What can we, we are, say? and um, I think that we kind of show a lot of appreciation for each of the artists that go on to the stage, and hopefully, we're not like, oh yes, Mama Osley, oh no, look. But you know what? <laughs> but sometimes we can't be. Let's be honest. Don't take our word for it, because we have a review. <laughs> <gasps> so today, we gasp. Have- Gasp, gay gasp. <laughs> Today we have a lovely review from True Seattle in the United States. Yeah. So somebody presumably in Washington State in the Seattle-Tacoma area. Hello to you. Um, not just a review, also a conversation. This po- the podcast is a review, yes, but the tone and tenor of the review is more aligned with good friends having a conversation founded on rational thinking people who have pride and gratitude to drag and drag race. I think that's so lovely. Thank you so much, True Seattle. I'd that's love lovely. to visit Seattle. The, Looks like a wonderful place. Okay, I, I, all I know was their drinks and Dale is from there. Oh, and also um, the um, car crash queen. At, at least three more. Well, yes, you're thinking of Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. Forever be known as the Uber crash queen. The, yes. Like, it's such a shame she's dropped off the face of the earth. Oh, because, please come back. Yeah, no, I mean, I know the whole thing was a bit embarrassing, but she didn't, she didn't do anything. You know, it was a bit silly, but she didn't hurt anyone she didn't kill anyone like, i just i just want to know she's not cancelled she what was back. going through her head well I, in I, that moment i watched a really good little youtube documentary and i think it was by green gay or somebody like that mm-hmm. um who really kind of like pulled it together and apparently robbie had a bit of a habit of telling tall tales and they had like bits of their twitter and stuff where they just said ridiculous things for attention from time to time and like you know, drag queens are entertainers, aren't they? And a lot of their social media output will be to entertain. And I think, obviously, she crossed a line when she talked about a dead Uber driver. But at the end of the day, she told a silly tall story to get a bit of attention. I think, really, she deserves a bit of compassion. Because, like, why would you do that? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, she was really talented. Come back, Robbie. Well, guess who's making a comeback now? Can I just, can you name, before we get into that, can you name the two other Seattle queens that spring Okay, but that was kind of the perfect segue. Um, <laughs> kind of ruined my I'm moment here there. I'm to cut that wow. down. <laughs> I'm going to cut you down, Bolo. <laughs> um, two other Seattles. I know we've had some recently. I just, I'm just not. Bosco. Bosco, yes. And also Magnolia. 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 Is she still going as Magnolia? No, no. No, she I, changed the drag name, hasn't she? I don't think she does drag anymore. I think she's just living her life oh. as a boy. How boring. <gasps> what? She, I know, right? Underneath that, what's a, a boy? <laughs> so as I, as I was saying, and talk, um, talking about comeback queens, mm-hmm. Tyra, season two winner, <gasps> RuPaul's Drag Race season two winner, is making a comeback. And I think she's doing like a soft launch where yeah. I think she says she's only coming back on OnlyFans yes. as Tyra 
and maybe that's her, you know, testing the waters for uh-huh. her coming back. I want to say, first of all, I love Tyra and I've, I've had to defend Tyra from you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go back to the earlier season of our podcast, I've had to defend Tyra yeah. to Tom and his hate. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she she got the raw end of the, the stick. I, I feel like, and, and I think a lot of it was based around racism. I agree. And I, th- I think her making a return now is as probably the best thing for her to do as Tyra because I think everyone is now so you know woke mm-hmm. that people will start to realize actually there was a bit of there was a bit of hate that led to her reacting that way and I think that was, yeah. I think that some of the toxic fandom have had a, had a huge part to play definitely and and the direction that she went and I think that she, she kind of just was like you know what everyone's saying that I was robbed I was that, that Raven, Raven was robbed, was robbed. Yeah. everyone's saying I didn't deserve it everyone's you know invalidating my win and what mm-hmm. I went totally, through totally. you know she was she had a son so there was just so much going on I think she did reach a breaking point and I agree. it was it was really sad for, for me was really sad i think um obviously my, my opinion i think we're on the same page about this my opinion is that tyra did do some pretty naughty things but not things that aren't beyond apology it's just about owning up you know stuff like threatening to bomb Pragon and um doing that r.i.p morgan mcmichaels thing but even morgan mcmichaels has come out um well, there's a there's a there we lo- go there's a lovely there's a lovely clip of Morgan saying, mm-hmm. um, don't don't send hate to her. And this is from her. I think she's Morgan's like, quite like, classy. I love Morgan. Yeah. So don't send hate to her. Um, you know, don't don't go on just don't go if, if it's not for you, then don't see it. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't go looking for her. I think but, that's very sensible of her to say. So while I don't condone those actions, I don't think they're beyond redemption. And mm. I think people do have to take into account several things. This isn't to excuse, but to explain and understand. Um, Tyra came from a really tough place. Tyra came from a very tough background, has been a bit of a fighter all her life, I think. I should say King James. No, she is Tyra now, isn't she? She went by King... If she's coming back and doing drag, we can say Tyra. Um, And obviously had a child young, and she was determined on Drag Race to win for the sake of her her child, her family, and herself. She was really driven. Um, and the other thing is, yes, definitely the racist backlash against it. And it was racist. Yeah. Anybody who's watched season two, well, anybody who thinks Raven was robbed has not seen season two. There, absolutely. Everyone who says Raven was robbed mm-hmm. has not even seen the season. And I adore there Raven. There was no robbing. No. Tyra s- smashed the competition. She was super duper consistent. She had the most wins. She had the best track record of the season. The only time when I think. They had immunity back then, and you know what I'm going to say. No, uh, no, she... uh, no, no, stop! You're going to say the ro- you're going to say that she should have been in the bottom for the rocket challenge. And that... girl, <laughs> dip baby, dip girl. Tom, maybe that's her speech impediment. Maybe she did not uh, have Tom, a speech wow. impediment. Uh, I'm sorry, there's, we have an ableist on the show today. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome, she ableist, was, Dr. Tom. She's out of breath, and she sang in a baritone. That's what Tom. happened. Okay, please. Um, that was bass. That, that's when <laughs> that was bass. That's when her immunity paid off for her. But she, she. The only other questionable one was Snatch Game, but I actually think there were people worse. I think actually Morgan and Sonique were worse than her. I, th- I think she had at least one laugh in Snatch Game. Okay. Um, but Raven had a really shaky start to the season. She was in the bottom two twice. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of had a rising trajectory after Morgan left. Yeah. She often described it as like, I could concentrate after Morgan left sort of mm-hmm. thing. And remember, Tyra was not in the bottom once. Mm-hmm. She never. was not. She never lip synced. I would be excited to see Tyra come back. She's phenomenally talented, um, very beautiful, and who knows? Perhaps she could be on the next All Winners season. That would be. I mean, that would be the ideal thing. Mm-hmm. I feel. I feel for me and as a fan, I would love to see her come back. It'd be and very exciting compete. to see her compete. Absolutely, again. absolutely. Now, just so you know, that we're sacrificing watching. Uh, we're sacrificing watching uh, Married at First Sight UK for this. We're addicted. Uh, we're we're absolutely addicted. Mm-hmm. We love that show. You know what? If there's ever a show that needs us to podcast about it, it's Married at First Sight. Tom, you would be so busy. I wouldn't even be able to talk. The amount of psychological things that you can go through, the the manipulation. Mm. The the way that people think. Also, I feel like you need to psychoanalyze the the experts 
as well. The therapists <laughs> there. I think that they also like they are not safe from us. They I I want to go into each and every one of those experts and get in their head and what they do and what they the say. The blonde Australian lady fascinates you know, they, me. They stand wear, up. She there. wears like haute couture every every commitment. Right, right. You know when you buy that when you buy that one outfit, and you're like, where am I ever gonna wear this again? Yeah. Oh. Married at first Turns sight out, as a judge. Ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. But we've got our faves. But I will say as well about Married at First Sight, it was super duper entertaining and I am addicted to it. There are some people that I don't think should have passed the psychiatric evaluation to get on that show. Don't, I don't even... But I don't they even, should be kept out of the public eye. I don't believe that the psych evaluation tests have anything to mm. do with who gets if anything it gives the producers a bit more information on who to cast and how to cast and i think yeah. that it's i think that that is a um I, I think they do it because they have to but i don't think that what they get from the evaluations mm-hmm. are used ethically or I, morally i completely agree i don't I think would, that, there yeah. are ethical huge ethical problems with because the there are so many people over the time so i'm like you were not stable enough Mm-mm. to make to but make it onto the show. No way, they were under not public scrutiny. Yeah, there's there's so many queens that we've we've seen on the show that we just don't understand how they would have made it through an ethical psyche eval. Yeah. Period. It, it definitely, definitely. We have seen queens who have really, really struggled on the show when it doesn't seem fair to put them in that pressure cooker. I'd say Married at First Sight is f- loads more guilty than that. Woo! But here we are, giving them ratings and watching. So yeah. there we go. Yeah. Okay, power rankings. Let's go. Drag Race UK, when episode three, power rankings. Black For me, Black Pepper is still on top because she got a yeah. solo win. And then we've and got the Dan- mini challenge win. And a mini challenge win. Yeah. And then we've got Danny Beard, Cheddar Gorgeous, LaFille, Pixie Pali and Dakota Schiffer and Copper Top, they all got one badge as well. So every those all of those queens plus Black Pepper has if, one if badge. If we're going to put a little bit of hierarchy in there, I would say Dakota, amazing as she was last week, has lip synced. So she's yeah. kind of at the bottom of those wins. And Copper Top was in the bottom three um, the first week. Mm. So she's kind of like just above Dakota. Now, the queens were still here without a win. Our baby, John Burr's uh, Sminty Drop. Yep. And then we got two who went home. We got Just May and Starlet went home last week. I mean, John Burr survived the lip sync last week. So that puts her at the bottom, if you ask me, because she didn't mm-hmm. win. Baby's super safe. It's such a shame for Baby last week. She's she prep. Wasn't, Baby is she, prep. She, she She's was, prep. Yeah, super safe. Um, prep and condoms. That's super safe, by the way. Um, <laughs> What's well, the point? What's the point? <laughs> safety, that's the point. Um, and um, no, so she... But it seems such a shame because if she was on the winning team, she'd have been getting praised. Like she'd, she'd have a badge. Anyway, she... And, Sminty's been a bit of a roller coaster queen. She was in the top the first week, bottom last week. Who knows where she'll go next? How she escaped that lip sync, girl. I agree. I agree that the ones that we girl. thought had the most obvious mistakes were Starlet and Sminty, girl. I thought Jumbers like we we called her competent. Sure, yeah. she she meal mouthed her lip sync a little bit. She gave herself a bit too much to do, but. She was, yeah, few, fewer mistakes, I would say. Has your mind changed about your top three in the, from the last, since the first episode? Since no. their first walkthrough, has it changed? Mine no. has, mine has. My, I think I think I had Pixie Polite in my top three. I think you do too. No. Mm, yes. I think my World top, tapes. if I was to give you my top three now, it is Black Pepper. Yeah. Cheddar Gorgeous mm-hmm. and Danny Beard. Can I just say that I listened to our first episode of the season yesterday and that's exactly what I said. Okay. Okay. So. Sorry. Well, yeah. So, 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 let's start the show. <laughs> and yeah, the queens have walked into the workroom. You mm-hmm. know, they've just had the elimination with your bite of Starlet. Now, I've seen some YouTube clips. Starlet said that she basically pulled a pangina. And she was bawling yeah. on stage for a long while. We could see when she got backstage that her makeup had run. And I, I said at the end of the episode, and I do believe this, she's somebody who I think she feels a lot inside, but keeps it very internal. And she'd rather maintain a glacial beauty. Um, but she was devastated. And it the, the veneer just cracked as soon as she got backstage. She also said that, she wasn't trying to be rude. She just said her goodbye line at the front of the stage because she knew that she was going to burst into tears by the time she got to the back. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
it's just hard to tell what her emotions are. I love I find her fascinating. <laughs> I find her really quite an interesting person. Do, do you think she's like Pearl in the way that she's like very just like, yeah. you know, I think like they've got the similarities. Like Flazé like Yeah, and I mean, you know, people have the, their own reasons for keeping their feelings inside. Either their feelings been invalidated or they've been through a lot. And mm. Maybe it's cultural. She's South African. Or, I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I'm not familiar enough with South African culture to know. I mean, I, I went to school with a lot of South Africans. We had a lot of South African teachers. I remember that I said, so yeah, um, they were just very... Um, very, very like to themselves, very mm. like closed off. But also when they spoke, they were very, they're very straight talking. Mm-hmm, they're very mm-hmm. straight talking. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's a cultural, I don't know. Interesting and gorgeous queen anyway. Sad to say goodbye to her. I love that when Jombers cleans the mirror and then she's, tr- you know, like, oh, like there are some queens in the past who have been like, I've never cleaned anything in my <laughs> life before. I'm just so precious. Like <laughs> yeah. I had a, the help used to clean for me. I'm just so like, you know. <laughs> Valentina. Yeah, I'm never clean anything. She did that. I love how the girls checked her really quick. They're like, yeah, we can smell it. <laughs> and I, th- I think someone also said, yeah, we've seen your brushes. Yeah, that was I was Danny. just like, I was, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's a, such Danny's a good... very quick with the banter. She's very good. Now, for, for me, Le Full, who's doing so well... Yeah. Uh, her entrance look amazing. Her her looks have been so good. Last week, you know, she the was Naomi so reference. Yeah, the Naomi yeah. reference. And then um the the her performance, great. LaFell is getting nowhere time. She is I'm like, the, who is she? She's the candy hoe of the season in this edit. She's getting no airtime whatsoever. I want that to change because I really like her. Because she's not LaFilla. She's not. She's LaFille. She is. She's, she's got a win under her belt. She's good. Yeah. She's good. I, I, wa- I want to see more. Basically, I want to see more. Yeah, definitely. Me too. And there was a comment that was made last week that was brought up in the beginning of the episode as, as well. I think Chilla Gorgeous was like, oh, I hope we won't see any more maid, old maiden silhouettes. That was in Untucked, yeah. And that's playing yes. out a bit What did she say? Um, she was obviously making a reference to New York, wasn't she? And the old maiden kind New- of shoes. It was New York. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, but who said it? Sminty said it about Cheddar Gorgeous's look. No, 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 no. No, she wasn't referring to Cheddar's look. She said something about her... her so some the judges had something to the effect of her silhouette already being a bit repetitive. And she said something like, but I don't want to go for some old maiden silhouette. And Cheddar from the other side of the room was just kind of like um <clears throat> there's other types of drags yeah, yeah 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 just because you're wearing because she was obviously in a full really elaborate gorgeous gown yeah. she's like there are other kinds of drag you can do without looking yeah. like an old Listen here, you human hair twink okay <laughs> let, let me check you yeah now in in an honor of mm-hmm. you know the old maiden i need to read you a poem everyone mm. our favorite poem <clears throat> Pretty much, I would let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt. And um, the shoes that she gave me were not something that I would particularly buy for myself. They were old maiden type of shoes. And she said that those shoes were meant to be worn on a beautiful woman. So if that was the case, she should have put them back on the rack. And she should never even have purchased them because she was unqualified <laughs> to own those shoes if that's the case <laughs> and um i think that Jimma is just a disgrace <laughs> she's a disgrace to women who are actually beautiful and classy and um she doesn't have the vernacular <laughs> she thinks she possesses somebody lied to her several times and told her that she was fly hot and sexy and beautiful and she's nothing like that she's nothing of the sort thank you so much for that impassioned reading (laughs) i never get bored of that monologue when i go to my next audition that is up there with that monologue is going to be what i read at my next along with shangela sugar daddy Um, yes along with oh Sugar daddy. Oh, I never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, I could have gone out and get me a sugar daddy. Why? Because I am sickening. You could never have one because you are not that type of girl. Got everything I made up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, Very yeah. good. Okay. What's another monologue that we have from Mariah did a really good one in the same untucked, but it was a bit more insp- inspirational about drag queens being kind of like the drivers of, of progress. Yeah. That I really enjoyed. I mean, yeah. I so. mean, New York's an icon. Gemma Collins is an icon. They're both icons. I mean, this is this is the one. 
Yeah. Now, the next day, they come into the workroom, you know, they're all talking about the winds mm-hmm. and how they feel about the winds. And my eyes and my ears just prick up with Baby because Baby yes, was definitely. like, Baby is, you know, yeah, I don't have a badge, but um, your lipstick was shit. Your Corey was shit. Your stage mm-hmm. prison was shit. Your <laughs> shit. Your shit. I'm a star. Rue said I was amazing. Michelle said I'm amazing. Graham said I have arrived. So you know what? I am a badge. There's a little bit. <laughs> I just of, loved it. Um, I think her pride was really wounded last week. Rightfully, she's a human being. And like, she worked really, really hard and did really, really well. She... She was in charge of choreo. She helped everyone with songwriting. This was her skill set. And she wasn't even in the winning team. And I think she felt wounded and let down by that. And rightfully so. She's perfectly entitled to her feelings. I think this week she is really, really, she's doing the self-talk thing that Beverly Kills did. <laughs> you know, she's really talking out loud. Like she's she's reassuring herself out loud. I think she's feeling like she's on shaky ground, bless her. Which I, I don't want her to feel because she's clearly very talented. I in her in her spot, I would be a bit pissed, and the reason I'm I'll be pissed is that there are only for me if I was going there as a performer, there's only certain maxi challenges mm-hmm. that I'm confident I will win, mm-hmm. and that win will get me, you know, that would lead me closer and closer to the finale. So these queens are trying to pick up as many wins as they can, yeah. so that they can secure this spot in the finale. Now. Going in as a dancer, as a singer, as a performer, you know where your moments are mm-hmm. that you can realistically pick up that win. Now, she's already passed. One's already passed her by. Maybe like, she'll get a musical. That's what I mean. She mm. can only hope. But one's already passed her by. So I think in her mind, that was something that she already had awarded herself. She already was like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is my, I'm going to win. I totally feel for her. She feels like she's on shaky ground. I mean... Group challenges. Yeah. It's like, you know, at university, when you had to have group, um, did you ever do group assignments in university? I mean, yeah, but not like you would have done, because you did media, didn't you? And What did you do? Medicine. You didn't do, like, get into a group of five, and you guys have to come up with something, something, and present it. Not, well, not, not loads of, sometimes, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we did a fantastic one once. Where um, we had to talk about public health and we used Little Britain as inspiration and dressed up as Marjorie Dawes. It was you, fantastic. You, for university, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she'd be dabbling in drinks. I know, right? Podcast. Yeah. Yes. And Tom's audition tape and will I, be. Um, let, it will, be known, let it be known. I created that scenario, so I had an opportunity to drive yeah. up. Definitely. Guys, I have an idea for this presentation. And let me just you know, put this out coming there. completely like random. Little Britain, and I'll be Marjorie Dawes and Vicky Pollard. <laughs> I remember doing uh, group group assignments and just hating it so much because it was like you're working with these random people mm-hmm. who you schedules you don't have and you work with different strengths and, and all. it was just impossible yeah it's a, it's it was a big impossible. and I think that's what I hate a group feeling. I hate a group assignment you sound like Violet Chachki now I am so over these group acting challenges I mean I was over them <laughs> I was over them especially when you you're the one that has to carry yeah then it's a problem so we're moving on to the mini challenge and um, this is actually a, an interesting and fun mini challenge I think it's not just some silly throwaways because we get to learn a little bit about how the queens perceive each other yes right so it's the NAFTA award not the PUFTA awards it's like it's basically the despies in a mini challenge yeah it is kind of it's isn't it except, dis- the, except they're not going to do any comedy or the who knows yeah the who the knows who knows it's basically the who knows <laughs> and the despies I just um, can't get Miss Mosu out of my mind <laughs> <laughs> her face like ice her wigs oh gosh filled with lice just stop just stop it's so awkward oh this is for Canada's Drag Race the latest season they had the you knows the who knows and it, was it was just so, Miss Mosu there's an oh. icon living on in my memory something about Brad's shoulder it's cold as Brad's shoulder when Rachel Zoe walks in this, but there was like a three-hour pause. It was just like, you know what? Comedic timing she did not have. No. Bless but yeah, in season seven, well, season seven, wasn't it? That the was the Despies. Despies. Yeah, Basically, yeah. it's that in a mini challenge. And so they had to each nominate um, 
certain categories. Mm-hmm. And the first one was the beast and show. It's basically beast who was the best show. Um, we both uh, what we both chose our own. I said Black Pepper. You said Black Pepper, and they all chose Black Pepper. I said Black Pepper and Cheddar because it was star quality. And I was going on like, who just do I think is a star? And it's it's Pepper and Cheddar. I think they just got charisma in spades. Yeah, but. On the show, like you're just talking about her as a person. What have they done no, on no, the no, show? I'm to sorry, all... I've given my answer, so we'll move on, okay? <laughs> Stop bullying me. Come on, bias. <laughs> bullying me on air. Um, now, the best background actress in a non speaking role. This Basically, was shady. who was fading to the background? Yeah. I chose LaFill. Based and on the edit. Based on the edit. I'm not saying that she, her star, is shining. Mm-hmm. It's just that they've put her star behind the background yeah it's not even at the back they put a star behind the background yeah. and like behind the curtains and it's like we can't see her they're so not, they're, they're, they're not, not giving, giving us enough time yeah. i want to see more lafil i agree i agree i thought about the queens who maybe just weren't shining as much competitively and i thought maybe jombers mm. um but it wasn't either of them it was copper top which surprised oh, me yeah she took it in a stride. She did. That was a bit of a shady one, but she took it in a stride. The next award is the best scene stealer attention. Uh, sorry, the best scene stealing attention grabbing camera hog. There's so only basically one the, the, the attention hog. We all said me and him. Me and you said me the same him. name. <laughs> me and him over there. Me and you one. said the same name as they did. It was yeah. Danny Beard, and it was just, just yeah. no. I love some of the looks on there. Actually, she looks like a kind of acid trip, Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Don't know her. <laughs> the next award is the best actress resting on pretty. So basically the Courtney act. Yeah. I, now I thought like, okay, so who's pretty, but maybe relying on that and not on other talents. Yes, that's right? what I read it as. That's, so that's I, what it means. So we both chose Sminty, didn't we? We thought Sminty. I would have chosen Starlet if she was still around. Yeah. Yeah. But they gave it to baby so i'm like did we read the category wrong i mean she's gorgeous was the wi-fi disconnected she's gorgeous did the caller hang up am i missing something <laughs> like why did baby get it because baby ain't resting on pretty no. baby she is she is performing on pretty she's performing pretty <laughs> yes. pretty hurts she is giving us every inch of pretty she is absolutely i mean she's gorgeous in drag she's handsome out of drag um, maybe they're just going for like she's gorgeous and she's trade kind like of the trade but they've misinterpreted that one I yeah. think she's not resting yeah they got it really. wrong we got it right yeah the last one was who was the best hot miss now this one I was like does that mean somebody who's like not super polished or is it like the Paris Hilton kind of oh my god I'm such a hot mess like I'm a like, mess you're but hot, I'm hot but you're a hot mess yeah don't go, don't go further. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go further. Pejoratives are you know plenty in that one. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're a tricky no, track, you're... out of control, hot mess. <laughs> yes. That's about as far as you can Super go. Super T. <laughs> or oh, we will be cancelled. <laughs> From Transylvania, who was not apologising for it. apologising for it. <laughs> I love that. Um, but the person who isn't out of control, hot mess, who's not apologising for it was sminty yeah so i think she does actually fit the paris hilton-esque definition of a hot mess yeah but i was thinking like who's maybe not 100 percent as polished as some of the others yeah and i wouldn't I, I was I, I can only this there's no getting around this this is a little bit shady like i was thinking hmm, maybe like oh, jumpers or pixie maybe just like some of their looks have not been quite as polished or their hair and makeup has not looked quite as polished as some of the others at times <sighs> Tom, like, no one asks you to say names like that. Well, you, you know, I've got to be my authentic self. Wow, Tom. I've got to be my authentic self. You know, ever since being broadcasted on BBC, Tom's just become a bit... Monster. A bit, a bit too monstrous. Out of yeah. control, hot mess. I am an out of control. You're out of control, hot but mess, Tom. apologising for that. <laughs> not apologising for Okay, this week, the Maxi Challenge. From the glamour of the red carpet to the bling of the bingo. Ooh. Making your own high fashion looks for a night down to the bingo. Working in pairs as you create two complementary looks. So they need to create two looks in pairs. Yeah. And the theme is high fashion looks for going down to the bingo. So to me, this is a bit like the challenge they had in season two where they paired up and picked a, a box, which is a color, right? Yes. But they've added a layer of complexity in that they've stated they have to complement each other, which they didn't before. Mm. Um, were they told in it was season two mm-hmm. were they told in Drag Race UK season two when mm-hmm. they were given this challenge where they had to pair up yeah. and then create something from the same 
box. They weren't told to be complimentary. It was were, just, no, but they were, were told the, they were against each other. Oh, they were told yeah. from the from the you know from the beginning that they were up against each other. Oh, I can't remember if they were specifically told that from the outset, but they ended up being. Um, the other aspect is, and I wonder if this will come into. I wonder if they're just euphemizing or if it'll come into. Like, they're saying for it to night down the bingo, and to me, that's a really specific kind of look. Because if anybody's been to a bingo hall in the UK, it's a pastime that's mostly for ladies of a certain age. Um, it's often considered quite a working class activity. Um, and so the look will have a certain kind of like down to earth glamour, I would say. It would be like glamour, but like girl next door kind of, or, or lady next door type of glamour, you know? Mm. So I don't know if that'll be taken into account or if they're just going to go for kind of full on haute couture glam and like, you know, dazzle the girls at the bingo or something. I have good memories of going with um, my mom to the bingo. Yeah. Um, as a child, being younger, I used to go there and it was very, it's very working class. We'll be in a big mm-hmm. hall. But I remember I would go out and all the other kids would be there and we'd always like be outside playing mm-hmm. games. Or I remember one time I was next to a library. So I used to go into the library and just like <laughs> hang, out, hang out in the library. I, used to, <laughs> I loved the library Little growing Matilda, up. Weren't you? I loved it. The colorful, the, the colorful children's area, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the, the, the furniture that they had. It was always like, you know, they had like a, 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 a pet couch. Yeah. It was like a dog couch, you know, or like, <laughs> marshmallow marshmallow seaters it was just they always had something really nice and you could just sit there and read a book and it was free and i, I always enjoyed it yeah. but i have very fond memories of going there and then it getting really late and then really wanting to go home and you'd know if your mom won because mom would be smiling or she had yeah. like a box of things because sometimes yeah. the prize wasn't money sometimes the prize was like food like boxes of noodles and, and, and oh. like you know corned beef and yeah, it man. was just yeah so you'll know where mom won and when mom when mom, when mom won every Everyone was happy at home. <laughs> when mom was happy, it was a happy household. So, oh, did you ever go to the bingo? Um, I've been myself uh, as a student. We went on a couple of nights out to the bingo in Barrow and Finesse, actually. I just, they we just, had a lovely time. They just go too fast. Yeah. For yeah. Night, night, also, all the legs. Some, of those, some of those ladies are killers when it comes to bingo. And if you, if they go there every week and they're bingo mistresses, and if you get a full house ahead of them, they will scratch your eyes right out. <laughs> they really, really will. I remember one time, I think my mom was like, here, she gave me one strip to play. And I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> and I had my little daughter. Yeah, yeah, daughter, yeah. And um, they would call out the numbers. And it was for me, it was going so fast and I couldn't really keep hard. up. And But my, but every time I'd, I'd think that I got it, all of a sudden my mom's hand would just come in and dab a number off of mine. <laughs> so she was doing hers and also keeping a lookout at my wow, one. Mum was a pro. Oh, God. Well, you know, they all are. This is money. There's yeah. noodles on the line here, Tom. And There's corned corn beef, beef waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay so the pairs that they got they're paired up randomly mm-hmm. and they are as follows i'm going to give you the pair and i'm going to give you the box the color that yeah, they were yeah, given yeah. remember the person who was signed these boxes was sminty drop uh-huh. now lafell and sminty drop were paired together and they got the blue box mm-hmm. now baby and dakota Schiffer with a black box we uh-huh. got cheddar gorgeous and copper top with the gold box danny beard and pixie polite with the purple box and then black pepper paired with john blonde and they get the green box so you have a quick little think about predictions who we think is going to do well i think lafil and sminty should be a strong pair to be honest sminty i know um creates some of her looks just from looking online i know that she plays a hand in creation of her looks so i think she's competent she's got a fashionable eye lafil i'm not 100 sure if they're a um, seamstress. However, I do think she has a nice taste level and an eye for fashion. Okay. Yeah. And a sense of camp as well and humor. I, d- I do think she's really good at that intersection. Baby and Dakota. Dakota. I don't know. I don't know. I da- really don't. I love Dakota's look last week, but she didn't do great in the first week, which was a fashion challenge. Obviously, there were brought looks. She might be able to sew, which would be great. Baby, I loved her looks in the first week. I wasn't such a huge fan of her look last week, but that was just my taste. It's not that it was a bad look. I liked it. Uh, they've got a black box, though, and that's an easy one to work with. It's easy to look chic in black, right? Yep. 
Chitty Gorgeous and Copper Top. And Chitty Gorgeous is going to be good on this because I remember yeah. when we met her at F45 Manchester. Yes. I don't know if we've mentioned that before. Yeah. Have we told you that we met her in uh, F45 Manchester? Um, she's basically our best friend. So um, she walks down in this amazing outfit. Tom's Red photo, ensemble. And um, we complimented the look and she said that she had made it herself. So yes. I'm like, oh, cool. She's a creator. So I think Cheddar Gorge will be fine. Yeah. Copper top. I think also Cheddar's got an artistic imagination, which will really translate well. Into the I can see her doing something really fab here. I think Copper top. Um, I think she's got a sense of camp. I think she's got a sense of old school drag. I don't know if she's a seamstress, but um, I can see her marrying up well with Cheddar. See, her looks are the ones that I haven't been sold on as much. I like the imagination behind them. Maybe not the execution at times, mm. but I love the sense of imagination. I thought she looked great last week. Not the color scheme, but I loved the overall ensemble. Okay. What about Danny Beard and Pixie Polite? What are, how do you think they're going to do? Another camp duo. Yeah, but are they solos? Are they seamstresses? I don't know. I don't, I don't picture them as seamstresses It's cute somehow. that they're paired together because, you know, they came first and second. Remember, they yeah, on so the that first. Yeah, that's how they know each other. Yeah. So they're I'm aware not, of each other. Wild cards, wild cards. I mean, they've got purple, quite a fun well, colour. Well, I mean, Pixie Polite's in a girl band. Denny Beard is a singer. I mean, she's a singer, performer, comedian. So do you think this is trouble for them? I don't know. I just don't... I think they've both got a good sense of camp and good ideas. I just don't know if they're seamstresses. Jomba's blonde, who's paired with Black Pepper. Now, Jomba's is a designer. Well, she's yes. a stylist. She's a stylist. So I hope that translates to her having some construction. Jomba's, I'm sure, is a, she seems like a smart girl. I'm sure she wouldn't come in here saying that she's got any affiliation with fashion and style without, knowing. without being able to sew a garment. So I'm hopeful for her. And Pepper... Um, Pepper wears amazing things on the runway. I don't know if she can make amazing things. I do know that obviously a lot of what she's worn so far has been made for her. For example, the Eda Birthing garment, you know, okay. fabulous designer. But um, she's got a great eye, great taste. So maybe they can work really well together. Tricky colour though, green. Green. Obviously, well, Michelle will be on the warpath. Today's mini challenge, sorry, today's maxi challenge is the true test for us to say, or for us to crown the fashion queen. A fashion yes. queen, for me, has to know how to do fashion. And mm -hmm. it's not just wearing the clothes, because that's a model. They need to know how to create, and they have yeah. to be a visionary. So the true fashion queen will emerge today, will be birthed today. We will know who that queen is. Is I was hoping yes. and this is it's so sad that Starlet went last week because I feel like this. this would have been a yeah, but two styling, two um, two creation, not fashion, of. it's not unheard of. I no, know that, but in, in season two, they walked in and did a, a fashion runway. So, so you can't count season one to four because those there was basically season three was all no, creation, no, no. everything I'm, they had to make was created, so that doesn't mean anything. UK season two. Oh, they they okay. walked in doing a fashion challenge. They were sewing two episodes later. <sighs> you know? It's not it's this, there's a precedent for this in, in UK. Mm. Now Queen now, when we when I talk about queens who are fashion mm -hmm. Who don't so? Who comes to mind? I mean, we always talk about her, even though she's an amazing model, she's supremely beautiful, and she has amazing taste. Okay, say her Sim name, three, two, one. Simone. Okay, well. um, is, or, or just, you know, or fuck just my drag. Yeah. Is, is, you know, she, she really disappointed me on the um, the sewing. They only had one sewing challenge as well um, on season 13. So almost like Almost like she was spared a little bit. Um, but yeah, she's created that really wonky two-piece with a, with an article theme. And escaped the bottom. I don't think she was... I mean, Lalari was there. She was right there. <laughs> um, as What's my runway gags their throat, <laughs> she says in her verse. And, and it did. And you know, Joey J's wasn't great either. So Simone shouldn't have been in the bottom at all. Joey J has recently come out as gay. Like, if you don't know that, Joey J is gay. Oh, my God. Not recently, but she she's come out. Stunning and brave. Mm. Stunning and brave. Um, so yeah, and then I guess kind of like you had queens like Utica who can really, really sew something spectacular. Oh gosh. Or it with UK queens, Ahura. Ahura's look for the... Absolutely. Um, it was, like, was it a coronavirus ball? What was it? <laughs> what was COVID it? ball. NH, yeah. But she looked amazing in that Dilophosaurus katana from Mortal Kombat realness. It was, it was 
It's up there with some of the best made garments. It oh, absolutely it's so is. so exceptional. Absolutely is. Yeah. All right. Let's sit back and enjoy uh, some more Drag Race. I think it's time to talk about fashion. Obviously, we sort of trotted through the things that happened in the workroom, but we really want to get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. We want to get down to the fashion. But L- let's Paolo, get down to what you really came to this podcast for. But is it fashion? It's fashion. It's fashion. It is fashion. You came here. You clicked on that play button because you want to hear about fashion. <laughs> fashion. <laughs> and we're going to give it to you. We're yes. going to serve. How do you make your high fashion? You make a hem. Um, Everywhere we look, we want to see a hem. You make it couture by making it asymmetric. Ask Stacey Lane Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's couture. Um, I think it's kind of couture. Um, right. Let's start at the beginning. So we've got our pairs. Now, I'm going to think of two things. Do they look good? Is it cohesive? We've yeah. got to think about the cohesion because that was like a category. Now, I don't think any of these girls are actually going to the bingo in this. I'm going to say that from the outset. So the bingo thing can go out the window. Okay? I know. I, I see a couple. I, I, I see, see one. I see. I know who's going to the bingo. Okay. <laughs> On three, two, one. Danny, Danny Beard and Pixie Pullen. They, they're absolutely the going to the bingo. Okay. No worries. <laughs> they're going to the bingo. Everybody else. Is going somewhere else now. Um, so first off, we've got um, we've got LaFille and we've got Sminty. Now the whole vibe, I do think they look really cohesive to start with. I think they've gone for like similar but distinct silhouettes, which I really enjoy. There's a very kind of like resorty feel to what they're wearing. I think absolutely, I but see that. Now. They are giving me fashion as well. Um, they've gone for their own. I think they're showing their own personalities through what they're delivering as well. So Sminty to me looks very current. There's like a real Richard Quinn element to what she's delivering i think i always see richard quinn elements when i see kind of like head coverings um sleek um and coverings and booties sleek gloves that kind of thing um so there's that kind of element but mixed in with something else quite fresh and modern she's bearing her midriff um i like the way the halter neck goes up into this hood without kind of scrunching her up but then she's she's a, a tall glamazon isn't she 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 there's no way of scrunching her up um, I like what Sminty's done here. I think it's great. I think I, I like LaFille slightly more, though. LaFille is giving me kind of like Cher by Bob Mackie. She is of a different era, I think. Um, but also there's like a little bit of Katana from Mortal Kombat in there as well. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I feel like it's a kind of the bottom part is very much the blue version of the Versace J-Lo dress. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. So I do, I think, you know, the, the maxi skirt she's wearing, I think the knotting and the pleating actually looks really elegant. I like how she's bearing her midriff, but there's the cape. And so it's almost like she's modest, but not modest, you know? She's, she looks really good. They both look really very good. Very coy, very coy. I want to say that um, Sminty's very giving, giving me Bella Hadid. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, The yeah. top part of her. I'm getting very Bella Hadid. And it's a very, you know, it's we see a lot of body, which is what we've come to know to expect from Sminty. But I think she's doing it in a good way today. She's yeah. not just not got her top on. I know. do like LaFille. I think the looks great. Yeah, I think they both look really good. I think they've both done a really, really good job this week. Yeah. I think they... They, um, they look good. We saw They're cohesive. Cr- it's complimentary. It's I th- great. I think LaFille was the calm one of this duo and helped to steady um, uh, Sminty. But I think Sminty brought a lot of ideas to the table. She just needs a moment to ground herself. And yeah. LaFille was the girl for the job. Now, Black Pepper and Jay Blonde. <clears throat> now, we know... They that got the green box. This pair was very, very ambitious. Um, they were going to go for this whole lattice work effect. We saw a lot of footage of them in the workroom working on this and unfortunately running out of time. And I do think that's evident as they step out onto the runway. I heard the word structure thrown around so many times by this pair. Mm. And, and seeing what what they've created, I don't understand the sketches looked really cool because they had this sense of geometry about them. They're like these giant triangular pieces, but they just ran out of time, unfortunately, and it's such a shame because they're both so gorgeous, but I don't think these garments 100% do them justice. So I do really appreciate the work they put into them because their fingers must be bleeding after everything they did. 
but unfortunately, I mean, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at black peppers, and it is unfortunately falling apart as she walks <laughs> down the runway. It's like in the nicest way. It's like her her items didn't go through the washer, went through the shredder. Mm-hmm. And you know when you make pasta, like fresh pasta, Lovely and you hang it out and you mm. hang it out to dry. It mm. felt like it's like like hanging pasta from her neck, and then also from Jay Blonde, the pasta just hanging from her shoulder. I, um, you're making me <laughs> hungry. You're making well, me hungry. So, well, you know, that's what that's what I'm seeing. It's, if I'm going for like a little point of reference, I guess there's like a little bit of a Balmar. Um, well, don't insult Balmar. No, kind of, kind of, because they've done lattice work type stuff and they've done neons like this in the recent past as well. So, and like big structured shoulders and like pagoda shoulders and stuff. So there's a little sh- touch of the Balmar, particularly about Black Pepper. Now I'm looking at Jomba's... Um, now, you know, when I, this is like the third midriff bearing maxi skirt that I've seen so far out of four queens, but it's the one that l- looks most like a piece of fabric around her waist. The others had like pleats and construction and clips and stuff. I just, I love these queens, but their ambition exceeded their time. Jay Blonde is the one who worked for all those fashion magazines. I think there's some nice ideas here. It's just not flown. I this was Jay Blonde's week, and you know it's it is it is you know sadly it is a bit. Do you know what I kind um, of like? It, it's lackluster. I kind of like the bralette with the American football um, shoulder um, and the tagliatelle and the tagliatelle. Yeah. You know, well, yes, I, I can come to the beach, but I just got to go to practice first. So just mm. <laughs> that's what it's giving me. Do you know, I really like green. I love lots of shades of green. This is not up there with my favorite shade of green. I'm a bit sad that they went for neons. I was hoping that they'd go for something like earthier or more blue, green and teal. But, you know, they had Did, what they Were they had given the box. choice? Yeah, I was going to say. They, they, no, they didn't get to the, choose. They fell in love with that big strip of fabric okay. that was this color. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's, let's move on. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not the best look, unfortunately. But the ideas are great. They ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we got Danny Baird and Pixie Polite with the purple. Now, these two are on their way to the bingo. These are the girls going to the bingo. They, they yeah. go to the bingo. Um, they took that cue and they are running with it. Okay. <laughs> All they heard was bingo, not high fashion, not couture. All they heard was be going to the bingo. And um, you know what? They're and dressed you know what? They're still there. They're still at the <laughs> <Yeah>. bingo. <laughs> um, the, so these queens camped it up like nobody's business on the runway and really like served us something really fun. Now, okay, I'm not I'm not a seamstress. I've never claimed to be. I'm not I'm not a fashion expert. I just like fashion. Um I think they chose a really really nasty fabric. It's clingy. It's flimsy. It shows every single lump and bump in the most unflattering way possible. I think they I think the fabric they've chosen is shiny. It's it's horrible. The fabric is horrible. I'm sorry. That's not their fault. It's what was in their box. So the, it kind of like just does not flatter them. Features that I do like, I like the structured shoulders. Um, it gives me like the overall effect to me is quite 80s, I guess. It's like a clingy 80s dress. Now, these two looks, they don't necessarily look complementary. They look super duper similar. They are they look like the, the same, same dress, dress except one's lengths. longer. Yeah. So, One's mini length, one's midi length. Um, and they've got the same styling with the same gold chains and stuff, same sleeves. I love these two queens. I love the performance they put on, but look, lined up against, and I think we're going to get into some of the, we're going to rise again after this. Um, they they don't, they just don't match up against some it's, of the other queens. It's beautifully it's beautifully basic, you know. It's Do you know, if I saw a queen performing in this, I'd think, go work, sis, you know? If I saw a queen on stage singing, dancing, giving me comedy, I'd think, oh, you look fun and glam, but on this stage, it doesn't match up. That's Mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I do think the fabric's horrible. I could see the padding a lot underneath to the point where it looks like, you know, with the American football where you could, like, they wear those big jerseys over the the shoulder pads and you can really see the shoulder pads. I can really see the shoulder padding here. That's because the fabric's so unforgiving. Mm. Oh, well. Thank you. And next we've got Baby and um, Dakota Schiffer. So I think these girls look great. They look amazing. So Baby is totally giving me um, Valentino. Uh, no, sorry, Saint Laurent 2018. 
um, with the the kind of leather effect poof it's very similar to valentina's entrance look on all stars, all stars. 4, yeah um which was a direct reference to that valentino dress i think was it kaya gerber who wore it on the runway um so baby looks great and i love the additions of this printed fabric now it's a little bit richard quinn it's a little bit versace which i think they said in the run in the workroom actually but that's how it reads those floral bits are very richard quinn again especially against a black background but there's like chains and stuff as well that give it like that versace quality i love dakota here dakota looks super duper cool dakota looks really like really cool. that's just awesome it's just i just i love it i the- love it everything about this look they totally look like they're part of the same collection because they've used similar fabrics um but given each other different silhouettes now dakota's got more of a kind of sleek at the bottom kind of hot panty kind of cut but with a poof sleeve that's really interesting and flowing scarves as well and i love how she used the, the that fabric to create booty covers as well um really really chic uh, I think they look really complimentary, and they both look like models. Yeah, I mean, these they, they, they both smashed it. These girls um, really uh, they they knew what this challenge was about. Lastly, we got Cheddar Gorgeous and Copper Top. Now they got the gold box. Yes. Now I'm going to start with Cheddar. Yeah. And I know I'm a Cheddar stan, but I, I I'm going to say I think Cheddar's probably my favourite look on the whole stage. Eps, she's up there. She's yeah. giving me sci-fi golden alien regality. She's Tilda Swinton walking for Dior, um, but she's all that stuff you just said as well. She's super villain. She's sci-fi. She's alien. I, I think she looks ethereal. There's like this gold drapery. Um, there's these interesting kind of like gold leaf, almost like G.O.D. kind of um, elements around the shoulders that to me is very... Mugler did like these very um, G.O.D. dresses that Lady Gaga copied actually before Mugler started dressing her. Um, and I the hair, the makeup, everything is just tied together so beautifully. And I while... while uh, we'll get onto copper in a second. I, I do think Cheddar is my singularly favourite look on the stage. Um, copper has lots of really nice elements going on, and she certainly complements um, Cheddar really, really beautifully. I cannot get over those boots. Those shoes. Those shoes. Oh. Now, Danny very kindly offered her an alternative. Even we were saying when she was like white shoes, we were both like, oh, no, no, no. We're black. Now, we're black with gold. We're I'll, black with I'll gold. I'll tell you what the thought process is. Okay. It's very like um, Barbarella by Paco Rabanne. Um, you can picture Barbarella, can't you, in those kind of white um, knee-high boots. But she was wearing like a white leotard as well. So I can see what she's going for, but it clashes a bit too much for me. It with clashes with ensemble. her look, but it also clashes with Cheddar's look. And it, yeah. it kind of pushes them away from each other when they're supposed to compliment. So I'm going to move away from the boots for a second because there is actually an awful lot to like here as well. I love the big, boofy 60s Valley of the Dolls Barbarella hair. Um, I do think that the leotard with the drapery looks really, really pretty. Um, I do think she gave a fabulous performance of it as well. She really camps things up. So overall... She's I, so extra on stage. I know. She's very lovable and she's a great performer. I'm here. Look at me. Oh, I'm, I'm campy. I it's so there. It's I love so it there. though. Um, so the, the question mark is just whether I can forgive the boots and I'm on <laughs> about that but the rest the rest of everything that she's done which you know let's let's face it she didn't make those boots but she did wear them she kind of this could have been their win this could have been a win for cheddar and copper top if she'd cover even covered it with gold fabric just okay tom who's the winning pair so we don't know how they're going to judge do we but if i'm going to choose a pair i think it's dakota and baby yep For me, it's Dakota and Baby or La Phil and Sminty. Yeah, but my favourite look, if they're choosing one winner, is Cheddar. Mine might be Cheddar as well or Dakota. The other thing we should think about, because this is how they did it last time, but I don't think they will this time. What if one of each is a winner and the (gasps) other is in the bottom? Okay, if you choose your favourite, yeah, we'll choose our favourite from each. Yeah, for blue, um, mine is La Phil. La Phil. Okay, for... For green, I can't choose one. <laughs> they're both they're both bad. My the least bad for me is Jay Blonde. Uh, have, 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 it's not falling apart. So yeah. it does have to be. It does have to be John Biz, uh, Danny and Pixie. Danny, 
Oh, I think maybe it is, Pixie. I think it is Danny. I think Danny served a bit more attitude. Um, okay, baby in Dakota. Um, I'm gonna Dakota. Go, I'm gonna for baby actually. Okay, I get Dakota. Mm-hmm. I love Dakota's look. And then obviously between Cheddar, Cheddar and Copperidge Cheddar. Cheddar. All right, shall we see what they do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've seen the judgment, and we have. Let's. We're gonna relay to you the results. We, uh, we have the results. It, it's, it's, the results is as the results follows. are in. The results are following. The winner of this week is <laughs> Dakota Schiffer and the baby. Yes. I'm happy with I that. Do I'm happy think with that. As a pair, I think I said it. It was moments ago. I can't really remember. I yeah, think I well, said they yeah. were the, like the most solid. He pair. says holding his second glass no, of it was very my full. Half glass, <laughs> That's, half that, glass. Yeah, if, if, if a whole bottle of wine can fit in two glasses, Tom. I mean, you've got to start changing your <laughs> measurements. They don't want to talk about them in work tomorrow. So, um, baby and so Dakota. Great! Congratulations, two wins for Dakota. You know what? She to be in the bottom in the first, runners. the bottom of the first episode, mm-hmm. but then slaying that lip sync and now winning the next. I mean, this is Spanky Jackson. She's Spanky Jackson. She, she really is. She might be spanking her way to the top. She's spanking, <laughs> spanking, spanking her everyone. way to the you top. You go, Dakota. You spank those bitches. <laughs> you spank them. But great for Baby to have a win as well. It feels absolutely very well deserved. It, it feels. Correct. Sheep. Because they were judged in pairs, that was the appropriate outcome. Um, what disappointed me was seeing like Cheddar being cast in a bottom light. Yes. When she looked so good. Yeah. But there we go. Um, so our bottom four, if you like, were um, Black Pepper and Jombas. Am I allowed to say Jombas anymore? Am it's Jay Blonde. I'm calling her Jay Blonde. It's Jay Blonde. It's an ever evolving situation. And <laughs> Cheddar Gorgeous developing. with Copper Top with the other pair. <laughs> um, I mean, they had nothing but great things to say about Cheddar Gorgeous. It was mm. mainly copper top that um that you know yeah, they, they put them in their bottom it. placement I, and then what she did in the last minute was saying that she's actually going to split up the pair the bottom two this week we, is black pepper and copper top really said, I, I do think pixie and danny had a lucky escape this week they were saved i mean i love them they're danny and pixie were saved from the bottom camp lovable queens but for a fashion construction challenge they had a lucky escape yeah yeah i hope they know that because Copper Top and Cheddar should not have been in the bottom. Copper Top and Cheddar should have been the safe pair yeah. for being uneven. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, But those shoes. But honey, those shoes. Those shoes. <laughs> so we just saw the lip sync between Black Pepper and Copper Top. And wow, you know what? It was very high energy. Very high energy. I mean, they're, they're both great performers. The thing is, I had anxiety watching Black Pepper because the outfit was just so insecure. Mm. It was just not, I just was like, is it going to fall off? And so I'm just like, the whole time I'm like, oh, is it going to stay? Is it going to stay? Is it going to stay? Um, but at the same time, I think that they both gave a very, you know, a, a good fight. They, get, they, they gave a good fight. A really good fight. I was actually surprised by... Um, how good Copper Top was. I thought she, I thought she conveyed dramatic emotion very well. Very much, yeah. very much so. Um, but Black Pepper has got the moves and charisma and stage presence. What I'm saying is, it's closer than I thought it was going to be. But I am leaning towards Black Pepper. Yeah, I, th- I think Black Pepper. But I do want to say that um, they. I mean, they are. Both. They are both great performers. They were, they were, I would, but I, I didn't. Be... I wasn't like blown away mm. by Black Pepper's um, I, I lip thought, sync. I thought she was going to blow her out of the water. Yeah, but it wasn't quite. That. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, she actually had to try fight some of. I know. I wonder if it was because of you know when you're performing, got your you choose your clothes usually, and sometimes the clothes move with you mm. in the dance. But these clothes, obviously, that they made, it doesn't. So maybe that was holding her back a bit as well. But um, just it was just it, it, at times it was just beautifully manic. Mm. That it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, a, a graceful performance it was just like now i want to do a split now i want to do that mm. now i want to do every single move like you know it just it was just like it didn't make sense my expectations a lot of the time pepper were probably unfairly high uh, and she wasn't a constricting garment but she did have some great flourishes and moments like the bit where she took off the skirt and kicked her up and caught it and stuff and i like that move where she was kind of, i don't know what you call that when you're going in a circle and you're kind of hitting the air what would you call that I think that's just like a groove. A groove. She was grooving. She was just, grooving. Just a gro- um, but like props to Copper Top because I think I she like an amazing I like Copper fight. Top's 
See, Copper Top's performance for me was more smooth and more mm. like not manic. She was very controlled. It was, it was just very, con- it was moving, it was, and it was trying to tell something. Whereas Black Pepper, I think just in that moment of, you know, okay, I have to do well. She was just trying to throw too much, uh, everything mm. out there, even if it didn't make sense, even if it wasn't like, you know, a, a dancer's journey or, or, or a lead to a climax, but that one was just so jagged. It was yeah. good, like, yeah, it was like moment after moment after moment, and um, but I didn't get time to really sit back and enjoy and like, yeah, and oh, you know, it was yeah. just like, oh, cool, cool, split. okay, that that's okay. I know that you can do all these things, but make it make sense. <laughs> okay. That was it. So who are we going with? Um, yeah, I think Black Pepper will win, but it's not the landslide that I think that we all thought it would be. Yeah, and yeah. Copper Top deserves massive praise for her performance here as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Congratulations, Black Pepper. She has been granted the stay, but we do say bye to Copper Top. And we do. What a lovely camp queen. Um, fantastic entertainer. Yeah. And she put up a heck of a fight as well. She did. Yeah. She did. It was, it was good. But yeah, I mean, Black Pepper had a win. It was kind of like written in the stars yeah, there in some hard. way. Black Pepper would have had to have massively messed up to yeah, have gone anywhere this episode. Absolutely. We, we kind of knew that. Ah, uh, fashion. Well, fashion. It's, it's that not was for, fashion. It's, this is just the fashion industry. It's not it's, easy. It's not easy, It's not it? easy. It's not easy. It's a very challenging industry. <laughs> we should know, everyone. Yeah, because we, we are fashion. Know. We are fashion, okay? Yeah. Uh, no, next week they have an improv tr- challenge. Yeah, based on, well... It's but it's kind of like Carr. Bossy Rossi. It looks like, but they're calling it Catty Man, because Alan Carr's show is Chatty Man, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, a, a bit of trivia. See, it helps to have me in the room sometimes. It helps even for international listeners to help us understand the yeah. UK. That they have a show where you watch people watch shows, watching shows. <laughs> you so know, Chatty Man's a play on Batty Man, yeah? And Batty Man is... It's a slang, Batman. slang word for homosexual. <gasps> what? Mm. I've heard that so much, like, Batty Man. people shout to you, <laughs> you're in the street. And you were like, I was like, yes! Yes, <laughs> yes Batty Man, yes! <laughs> I did not know that! Yeah, that's what Batty Man means. It's from, like... Oh it didn't originate gosh. in the UK. I think I feel like it's kind of like Jamaican, West Indian kind of turn of phrase. I but... did not know that, but I love it. Batima. Yes. Batima. Okay. Anyway, anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Another another amazing episode. Thanks for listening to these two Batman. From us, and also a great one for Rupert Train Grace. Yes. Yeah. Um, we hope to see more of you Batimans. Um, <laughs> and Batty Ladies. And Batty Ladies. And Batty in between. And Batty Days. Yeah, Batty Days. Please, yeah. please join us. Uh, <laughs> make sure to like us on our social media, Instagram. Our Twitter, TikTok, uh, write us a review. Uh, we'll always you give you a lovely shout out. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it, Tom. They can yeah. always find it. Okay. Um, but you can always just find us on the Apple Podcast, the best way to, to experience us. Uh, this is Paul and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Let's love, guys. See you soon. Bye.